0: Amen. Um.
1: Hello, listeners, and welcome to Ohio Mysteries. This is our 10-minute mystery edition, a little slice of intrigue in the middle of your week. I'm your co-host, Steve Yoder, and with me is our storyteller and journalist,
0: Paula Schleiss. Hi, everybody. You know, I have really enjoyed researching some of the locations in Ohio that have haunted reputations or urban legends attached to them. It's a lot of fun trying to sort through fact and fiction. Have you enjoyed those?
1: Absolutely. I remember you were kind of hesitant to do that type of stuff.
0: Yeah, I wasn't really going to do you. the ghost stuff, but I love trying to, like I said, sort history from fantasy. And I have another one tonight. The life and times of a little mining community called Moonville, tucked into an area known as Raccoon Valley. How do you like that?
1: Oh, those are awesome names.
0: Moonville from Raccoon Valley. This is all in Vinton County, the state's least populated and most heavily forested county. That's just southeast of Columbus. Okay. Today, the only physical signs the families once called this place home are a handful of building foundations, a cemetery, and an abandoned railroad tunnel made of brick with the word Moonville spelled out in relief. Hmm. Now, there are two kinds of people who will get chills seeing this tunnel. History lovers who just instinctively know there's a story hidden here, and ghost hunters, who would be just as certain that there's a spirit or two lingering about. So let's see if we can satisfy both types with our little 10-minute mystery. Moonville was born back in 1858 in Brown Township. You know, there were only 32 states at that time. Abraham Lincoln wouldn't even be president for another three years. Mm. For Ohio, it was a period of significant growth because the railroad was expanding here. And in the southern area of the state, a guy named William Cutler was trying to connect two important Ohio cities with the building of his Marietta and Cincinnati Railroad. Well, Samuel Coe, he lives between these two points. He owns a bunch of land in Vinton County. And he said, hey, put that railroad through my property. I'll give you the land for free and it will help me because I want to transport the coal I'm finding here. Well, that was a good deal for both men, and when the railroad came through, several coal mines sprung up in the area. Collectively, the mining area was called Moonville. There's a bit of a mystery on where that name came from. One source said it may have been named for a local store owner by the last name of Moon, but I couldn't confirm that. At its peak, Moonville had fewer than 100 residents. In addition to a handful of homes, the store, and the railroad depot, The town had a schoolhouse, a post office, and one or two saloons. Now, Moonville's success would be, ultimately, its downfall. The railroad carted away the coal as fast as they could find it, and it only took 50 years or so for the mines to get used up and closed down. A few families lingered, but the last pulled up stakes and moved out in 1947, leaving behind only memories and maybe some ghosts. Oh and that train tunnel because even if the train wasn't stopping there the railroad still came through over the years it was merged into or bought by even bigger rail systems and in the 1970s the single track still saw as many as 14 trains a day now it's the trains that gave moonville its haunted reputation and here's why moonville even in its heyday was way off the beaten path The only way for people to travel into town or for Moonville residents to get to the neighboring cities of Mineral and Hope was to walk. And through this thick forested area, the only real way to travel was by following the train tracks.
1: They were kind of on an island.
0: They were very isolated, Hmm. very isolated. And, you know, and that's fine. If you can walk alongside the tracks, it's a good way to follow along a clearing, an area that's been cleared. Mm -hmm. But in Moonville, the train traveled over Raccoon Creek by way of a trestle that was 50 feet in the air and through the Moonville Tunnel, which was a 100-yard-long passage. If you were on the Raccoon Creek trestle when a train sped through, Your only choice would be to jump 50 feet into the shallow creek bed below, almost certain death. And if you got caught in the Moonville Tunnel when you saw those freight train lights coming your way, your only hope was to outrun it.
1: It's almost like stand by me. You got to put your ear down to the track and you got to listen for any noise. Yes,
0: and make sure there (laughs) is no vibration and then run like hell. Well... Moonful uh, moonfall was such an inhospitable, isolated stretch, even railroad workers hated it. They called it the most lonesome, desolate eight miles of track between Parkersburg, West Virginia, and St. Louis, Missouri, where they constantly lived in fear of trains showing up without any warning. Now, the rail stayed active until 1985, when CSX ended the line and removed the rails. Today, Moonville has been absorbed by Zaleski State Forest. You can still see the Moonville Tunnel for yourself. All you have to do is hike or bike the Moonville Rail Trail that's in that park. Okay. So that's the history of Moonville. Now the legend. Since the 1800s, people have claimed to see ghosts here, all victims of the train, including folks who didn't survive the fall from the trestle, and folks who didn't run fast enough through the tunnel. Many ghost stories are very specific. I found some research done by a man named Kirk Peel in the early 1990s who said he collected stories from a gathering of B&O engineers in nearby Athens, Ohio. One tale they told us of a man that was involved in a barroom brawl, and when he left the saloon drunk, the men he tangled with followed him. They killed him and left his body on the Moonville tracks, hoping to fake an accident. The coroner, they said, didn't fall for it. He reported the man was dead before he was run over, but his killers were never caught. The engineers told another story involving a group of men, including miners and railroad workers, who were playing cards in a shack near the tracks, oh, back in 1920 or so. Drunk on moonshine, one card player left the game, and walked into the tunnel swinging a lantern right into the path of an oncoming train. Another account featured a black family that moved to Moonville. They were freed slaves from Virginia, the story goes. The wife was the daughter of a plantation owner, and their three children grew up to work in the mines. One of those youngsters, they say, was killed while attempting to walk through the tunnel. And Steve, what's a good ghost story without a headless something? Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, well, in Moonville, the legend features a headless brakeman who walks the track searching for the noggin he lost in an accident back in the eighteen nineties. A favorite account of his death is that he was having an affair with the wife of the engineer. So the engineer plotted his death getting him to check a wheel on the locomotive, you know, closer, closer. Get your head under
1: there. (laughs) Get Get your your head head under
0: there. There There you go. And then easing the train over his neck. Uh. Sightings of this particular ghost even inspired a fun bluegrass song called Moonville Breakman by the Rarely Heard. Go give it a listen. You can find it on YouTube and Spotify. It's pretty good, actually. Here's some lyrics. Don't never go down by Moonville. Don't you ever go at night. You might see that old brakeman holding a coal oil light. Down by the tracks, no, I'm not going back.
1: <laughs> a lot of our Ohio bands, somebody should pick that up and you know do a, do a redo of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, or we can get permission to them to use it. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, there are other ghosts. One says a spirit is watching over an old iron furnace where he met his death. Another spirit is said to be a prospector. Who is still in the company of his spectral mule? Even in modern times, and yet, I mean, modern, like in recent years, people claim a woman appears inside the tunnel, swinging a lantern to warn you that a train is coming. They say she's middle aged and wears a turn of the century dress. DePeel, the guy who did this uh, research back in the 90s, he said the engineers also told him about a July night in 1977 when a rookie engineer was on the throttle of a fast moving B&O freight train when he spotted a man on the moonful track swinging a lantern. So the engineer moved to stop the train, but his conductor put an arm on his engineer and told him, Don't bother, that's a ghost, that's not a man. Sure enough, the train continued and blew through the specter that disintegrated as they passed through it. They said it was eight feet tall, with a white beard, eyes of fire, and wearing a miner's hat and dirty overalls. Oh,
1: huh. something like a Game of Thrones uh, type of person. Well... With a white beard and right. the eyes of
0: fire, I get it, I get it. So anyway... What I've just told you there, that's the Moonville legend. So the question is, is it true? Well, these details are really specific, and I thought for sure I'd be able to find something in the local newspapers about one or more of them. And guess what? Nothing? Actually, I found newspaper accounts of ten gruesome deaths on the Moonsville tracks between 1857 and 1978. Nice, fine. Now, none of them specifically match the stories that people have been telling, but these are very real.
1: Oh, let me hear some.
0: All right. In January of 1857, the MacArthur Democrat reported a man returning home from a grocery store in Moonville fell from the railroad bridge while trying to cross it and was instantly killed. The interesting thing here is the story said local residents blamed the grocery store owner and that they formed a mob, broke into his establishment, and destroyed a considerable quantity of the ardent. Now, the word ardent was in quotes, like the newspaper was trying to politely use a euphemism. And so I looked it up, and I was right. Ardent was another word for liquor. And reading between the lines... I'm guessing the victim was drunk on the storekeeper's moonshine, and that's that's why townspeople blamed him for the death. Gotcha. In March of 1866, there was a report in the Vinton Record of three train mishaps in Moonville. One train ran over a man lying across the tracks. Another involved a stock car that caught fire burning alive the hogs inside. And the third was a derailment near the entrance to the Moonville Tunnel that resulted in two serious injuries and an unconfirmed report of a drowning. In October of 1873, a woman was struck and killed by an express train passing through Moonville. And the next year, two more deaths. In one incident, a Moonville man named Levi Sales was run over. The newspaper said it was presumed he was drunk when he laid down on the tracks and went to sleep. In the other incident, two freight trains smashed into each other, wrecking 11 cars and killing a fireman. Now, a train dispatcher was blamed on another terrible collision in November of 1880. The dispatcher failed to stop the second train from entering the single track, Uh-oh. and the two freight trains collided in Moonville. The accident killed the engineer of one train, a man named Frank Longhead, and killed the fireman on a ne- the other train, and his name was Charles Crick. And there were also six crew that were wounded. The story said that it took hours to remove the debris to find the men buried beneath it. Uh. Now, in January of 1890, another victim, a woman named Mary Shea, was fatally hurt by a train in Moonville. And right about this time, I'm finding the first reports of ghosts. The fine citizens of Moonville and surrounding areas had seen enough death that they thought, yeah, some spirits are haunting that area. And the January 29, 1895 edition of the Chilligothic Gazette The paper mentioned briefly that the ghost of Moonville was being discussed by railroad employees. Unfortunately, it gave no details, so I don't know the specifics of that. But more deaths followed. In June of 1902, the Chillicothe Gazette reported a westbound freight train killed an old man attempting to cross the tracks at Moonville. In December of 1938, a landslide set 100 tons of rock onto the tracks, surprising a freight train. Train met rock, and engineer Charles Landrum of Chillicothe was killed in the wreckage. The last person I could find to lose their life on the Moonville tracks happened in July of 1978, pretty recent. A 13-year-old girl from Columbus, Wendy Fairchild, was on a hiking trip with a minister and three other children. She jumped from the Moonville trestle to avoid an oncoming train so like I said while I couldn't find any stories that match the details of the legends that people keep telling there indeed are plenty of deaths that could account for the haunting of Moonville
1: alright well that's it for our midweek 10 minute mystery we'll see you here Sunday for our next regular full sized Ohio mystery episode in the meantime enjoy the rest of your week and may all of your mysteries have happy endings